I want to tell you about a little game that Josh McDaniels likes to play with his quarterbacks. He makes them hold their hands out on a table, and he hands them a knife, and he goes, and he makes them play that game where you stab a knife in between their fingers on their throwing hand. And they have to do it successfully 100 times. And whoever doesn't cut themselves even fucking one time gets to be the starting quarterback. And so when he was interviewing with the Raiders, he called in Derek Carr from coaching up a local youth group basketball team of disabled kids in wheelchairs. It was a <laughs> it was a local Christian cart basketball league and all they can shoot is all they can all they can shoot is two pointers from inside the foul shot. And he said, Alright, does everyone have enough air in their tires. And he walked by and he would squeeze the rims on the on their on their fucking wheelchairs. And uh, you need a little more air there, Craig. And he'd pump air into the wheelchair tire. And he'd like, you're good now. And, why, and then he would look and be like, hey, Christian, I know you're a Christian, but I was just wondering, um, how come you don't have chrome air caps on your wheelchair I got you those remember I rode my huffy mud dog up to the grocery store when I was a kid and I would just steal chrome hubcaps off of Mustangs and I stole some and I gave them to you and put on your wheelchair tires need you to play great today I'm gonna need you to do the old wheelchair uh, layup where you you go as fast as you fucking can you're really pushing it with your left hand and right before you get to the rim you hit the e-brake and the wheel, ah, and you slide just up underneath the rim, and you feather tip it right into the the square on the backboard. I want you kids to remember, okay? Cool kids are the ones that try for the swishes. All right, the the real the real basketball players, the Larry Birds of the world. All right. And you guys aren't, you guys are, are the Larry turds. <laughs> All right. I'm like a bird. I want to fly away, but I can't because my legs don't work and they... <laughs> And so you listen up here, kids. There's that little box in the back rim of that basketball fucking hoop. You get it inside that square. It'll go in that hoop. It'll go in that net, and we'll get a we'll get two points. I'm not expecting a big game, but I'd at least like to win this one. You know, twelve to eight, somewhere in there. I'd like at least twelve. So I need I need at least two or three of you guys, four of you guys, five of you guys. Everyone just make one shot. That'll be ten points. We'll win this game. Last week, only little Jeff over there. The only one who made a shot, we won two nothing. We beat the uh, 
we beat the Lamar legless youth group with the kids that had no legs. And uh, it was a tough battle we ate. Tough battle. Tough game. Tough game. Hold on, I'm getting a call. I think it's Josh McDaniels. He fucking the season's over. I don't know. My coach is calling me. I'm trying to trying to run this nonprofit organization and launder my NFL money through your through you disabled kids. Let me see what fucking Josh wants. Be right back. Derek, hi, how are you? This is Josh McDaniels. I just want to let you know I'm gonna gonna be taking this Raiders job. All right, hope you're excited. We're going to uh, we're gonna throw the most intricate fucking bubble route you've ever seen in your life. Usually, you take a two-step drop and you throw the bubble. You just real quick, you get the snap, you throw the bubble, throw it out there, they catch it, and they do all the work and run. But not with us, okay? I'm going to give you four running plays. And one of those plays has a has a 97 power to a fucking zebra bubble option. All right? I want you to think about all four running plays when you're looking at the defense. And then just throw the the bubble. We're, what we like to do is a lot of offenses, they like to s- try to simplify things. But we actually, our goal is to actually make it more complicated. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, why weren't you successful with the with the Broncos and I'm, you know, I'm going around town. Look, I'm blaming it on like, Oh, I didn't know how to manage people. You know, I said that in my press conference because, you know, I'm a moron who likes to talk about his weaknesses in public to the paparazzi. I didn't know how to manage people. Yeah. I told Carol in accounting that uh, she was a real cunt. And I told, uh, I told Norman in the equipment room that, uh, you know, you weren't, I wasn't, I'm, Norman, I'm just not, I'm not real impressed with your, uh, with your kid. He looks undersized. He, he's definitely not going to grow up and be an NFL quarterback. I've seen NFL quarterbacks before and your kid looks like he's missing some chromosomes or genetics or something. So I just want to let you know that Norm, I would plan for college, like, edu- like paying for it. And Norman got mad and they reported me to fucking Elway and, you know, Elway called me in the office and I said, Mr. Ed, why don't you shut the fuck up? And Elway's like, you know, I'm in the fucking Hall of Fame and I'm a big deal around here. I own a bunch of auto nations. And I said, I don't really give a shit if you fucking, I I, I don't care what the fuck you own. I own this fucking play. I own the Broncos. And I told him, I said, John, I said, you know what? Mr. Boland's going to die soon. And everyone's going to think it's from a stroke or a heart attack or something. But I'm the one who fucking killed him. He said he was the owner and I got pissed and I stabbed him with a fucking letter opener. I had one of the team trainers, Sarah, sew his neck back up. Put some compound makeup on it. And then I told her I was going to fucking take her out on the town to reward her and I did and we had a good time and I had sex with her 
and then I killed her. And that way it's just listening and and it's like, God damn it, I don't want to, you know, it's like the movie The Clove Hitch Killer, right? You know, the son kills the dad at the end because he doesn't, he doesn't want a serial killer being synonymous with the family name. And so Elway's like, oh, McDaniels, I'm, we're just going to, we're going to fire you. We're not going to let the NFL world know that you're a type of guy who gets drunk at a Boomer Jacks at fucking two o'clock on a fucking Tuesday. And also, Tebow, I want to address Tebow here. McDaniel says to Derek Carr, he's like, I would have started Tebow until I found out he was a Christian. And Derek's like, like me? And he's like, no, no, no. A real Christian, like the real kind, like the kind that doesn't fuck till marriage, that has like, the kind that has like, Aaron Andrews, like, blow him at his friend's house and spit the cum into the sink. And Aaron's like, why won't you just put it in my ass or something? Like, I'm an Arab girl. And Tebow's like, well, you know, I don't know. I'm not an anal. Starts to smell weird after a few thrusts. You know, and McDaniels is like, yeah, but if you were a dog, you would love to smell a fucking asshole. You'd love to sniff her butt and tell her that you think she has the potential to grow into a fucking, a, a, you know. Aaron, I think you're going to grow into a fine fucking Fox News sports reporter who looks like an eagle with a fucking wig on it. Derek Carr is just listening, and he's he's actually... He's not disappointed. He's not disappointed. He starts to say to himself, he's like, wow, I think uh, Tom probably liked playing for this guy, you know, because real recognizes real. You know what I mean? And McDaniels carries on. He's like, well, I want to tell you more about Tebow is that he, I'm not going to say that he was gay, but he had a lisp. And we're kind of going through this alpha apocalypse thing that's occurring where, like, guys have no business, like, taking testosterone shots and working out at the gym, but they are. And they're getting big, but it's like Jeff Bezos. Like, when he makes, like, you know, a billion dollars, he goes from, like, a a fucking uh, uh, a bassist and fucking... REM, he goes from like the lead singer of REM to, to to a fucking Buff Bagwell, Dr. Evil on steroids, and Derek's listening, and he's like, you know, I'm not going to say that Tebow was abusing steroids, I don't, I don't know if he was or wasn't, but he definitely had supplements in his holy water. And Derek is listening. And McDaniels is like, you know how it goes, you know. I asked Tebow one time, I said, uh, I said, Tebow, 
and I pulled my cock out and I said, how do you, I want you to grip my, I want you to grip my shaft and pretend it's a football. And, and Tebow didn't know, he didn't have a quarterback's grip. Brady had a nice solid grip. He'd put his pointer finger on the tip of the penis. He'd get his middle finger and his ring finger right in the center of the shaft. And he'd have his pinky kind of poking the, the bottom of the shaft, leading towards the nutsack. And he'd put real firm thumb pressure just right down the vertebrae of the cock. And he would just rip, he'd grip, he'd grip it like a, like a Hall of Fame quarterback grip of a cock football. And when Tebow went to grip it, he had these small hands and he basically just, he took all, all five of his hands and he just squeezed the top of my penis head. And I was like, ow. And then he fucking, instead of jerking me off, it felt like he was like pulling the top, like a door handle. And I'm like, fucking, I pulled my ass off the seat. And I'm like, this isn't fucking, this doesn't feel good. Fucking Tebow. And he's like, sorry, ghost. Sorry, ghost. Sorry about the calluses on my hands, too. Because I've been... I've been working out before I came up here. And I got mad at Tebow, McDaniel says. He's telling Derek Carr. He says, I got mad at Tebow. I was like, you mean to tell me you were just gripping the dumbbells in the weight room and you just touched my cock without sanitizing and washing your fucking hands? You just, you just put weight room hands on my cock. And that's when I knew I had to get rid of them. You know, that's when I knew I had to call fucking, you know, that's when I knew he just, he wasn't even going to be as good as Matt Schaub. I told Tebow, I said. You know, and you know about Matt Schaub, Derek Carr. You know about him. He's he's a middle-aged fucking father. If you saw him at a bar, he'd be drinking Crown and Royal and telling you about his golf game and plays golf in rainbow sandals and khaki shorts and real Charles, uh, Charlottesville, Virginia, kind of aristocrat, wine and cheese, cavalier kind of guy, a lot of people in the family thought that he was going to be average at basketball, you know, and he would tell them all the time, he'd be like, I, you know, Mike Krzyzewski's not recruiting me, dad, and he'd be like, geez, even the Duke head coach doesn't want a fucking white guy to play basketball for him, you, I guess you should play quarterback for Mike Grow." He'll teach you how to throw and do cocaine. And his father, and you'll get to see Al grow tell Mike, like in the hallway at the facilities, he'll be like, Al will walk up to Mike and he'll be like, hey, I, I'm disappointed in you, son. And Mike could just look at him and say, I love you, dad. And then Al will just walk off. And Derek's just listening and he's trying to, trying to understand like where McDaniels is coming from. And he's like, he says, Hey Josh, you know, it'd be hilarious. I'll tell you what would be fucking hilarious. 
what if I called you Josh McDonald's? And there's just silence on the phone. McDaniels had the phone on mute because he was just chewing on a fucking... He just chews on a dog toy. You know, gum is just... He, he puts gum in his mouth and he chews it. And sometimes he slips and he bites his tongue. And Belichick's like, you're always bleeding from your mouth. We're on national television. They got HD 4K. Or they got people thinking my son's on cocaine. And I try to tell him, you know, that it's something we're working on. And I just, you know, Belichick's telling McDaniels, he's like, look, I, it's really weird. It's like Andy Reid from the Chiefs is a, he's been to like 10 AFC championships and NFC championships. He's actually a better coach than me. But his sons always die from heroin or fentanyl and painkillers. And my son, who I just went from playing like high school lacrosse straight to to defensive coordinator, they saw him on the sidelines and he looked like he was geeked out and he was grinding his teeth. And I had to tell Robert Kraft, I'm like, don't worry. I'm a better coach than Andy Reid is. My son's not going to die from, you know, perk. He's not on a, he ain't on a perk. My son's not going to die from Percocets. And Robert Kraft just staring at me. And nobody, nobody in New England cares about nepotism or in the NFL, there's no HR. And, and and Derek's just on the phone. He can't hear anything. It's on mute because McDaniel's is just McDaniel's has a has like he's the type of guy that has like a Saint, some kind of Saint Bernard, maybe like a like like a Doberman pincher. And when he plays tug of war, he puts a he puts the dog he puts the dog toy in his mouth on one end and he plays tug of war with his mouth with his dog. And McDaniels takes the phone off mute and he's like, sorry, I was getting a neck workout in playing tug of war with my dog. And Derek, Derek is just trying to figure out, he's like, is this going to be a good fit with the Raiders or not? And Derek tells, he tells uh, McDaniels, he's like, hold on, I got an incoming call. And it's Henry Ruggs from prison. He uses his one call to to call Derek Carr and he tells Derek, he's like, look, man, you know, I barely made it out of camp with the Raiders and my signing bonus and my paychecks. I don't have a lot of money. I'm just going to rot and die in a Las Vegas fucking prison. Like I don't have a high team of lawyers. The Raiders aren't answering the phone. Like nobody's helping me get out of prison. I exploded a fat white girl into fucking chunks like at the end of Jaws where they shoot a scuba tank in the shark's mouth and blow them up. And and Derek's like, I'm on the phone with our new coach. I mean, I don't mind you calling me, Henry, but I did they give you a phone or something to play on TikTok in prison? And Henry's like, yeah. And he's like, well, you have Cash App on it or something? I can throw you some money for vending machine snacks. but And then it's like, this collect call is over. And, and Derek's like, thank God. And fucking... Henry 
the phone disconnects on him and Derek hangs up on him and he just smashes the phone and a prison guard batons and beats the shit out of Henry Ruggs and adds five more years to his sentence. And all he wanted was a fucking... All he wanted was a a cheeseburger from a vending machine that was cold and tastes like cardboard. And he called Derek up because Derek's like a fucking white guy and that means he has money and he's like, hey, hey, no... Nobody in my family is fucking going to help me. Is Derek going to help me? He said he's a Christian. He's a man of God. Maybe he'll bless me. And Derek's not going to because, you know, it's like when Trump runs for office, it's like he's a Christian until he's not, you know. You know. Everyone's a Christian. I mean, how do you, you know... It's like if you're a billionaire, you open a church, launder money through it. And uh, and so he's he's like, McDaniels, I'm back. And McDaniels like, oh, where'd you go, man? He's like, oh, I was talking to one of the Raiders players that's in jail for killing a fat white girl. And he's like, Jesus, black guys are always fucking white girls up. And Derek's like, yeah, I know. And McDaniel's like, well, you know, Derek, I like you a lot as a person. Um... I don't, I'm probably going to cut you. I don't know yet. So I'll let you know. Um, Derek's like, what? And uh, Josh, Josh says to him, he says, well, you know, uh, you, you're pretty good. You throw a good spiral, you get blown out all the time at Fresno State, lost to USC. Anytime you played a good team, you would lose. Pretend to be a hard worker. You're stiffer than honeymoon dick. Your footwork looks professional, like from a 30,000 foot view, but like everyone knows Hall of Fame quarterbacks like add their own salsa dance to it, their own tango to it. You're, you just look like somebody told you to drop like that. It doesn't, doesn't look like you drop like how you want to drop. And Derek's listening and McDaniels is like, uh, you saw Brady just retired, right? And, uh, Derek's like, yeah. And he's like, well, you know, did he or didn't he? Who knows? We offer him top floor at the Caesars Palace. We'll see what he does. He could be joining us out here. We got a great tight end. We got Deshaun Jackson. Got a great defense. Looking pretty good. Might trade you to the Bucks. And Derek's like, oh, okay, that's not bad. Tampa's not bad. And McDaniels is like, well, good. So you agree. And Derek's like, yeah, I'm cool. That's good. And McDaniels is like, oh, yeah. Okay. So you don't give a fuck about the Raiders, do you, motherfucker? Huh? 
That was a test, you little fucking bitch. And Derek's like, what? And McDaniel's like, that was a fucking test to see if you even want to fucking be here. And you just agree to a fucking trade to the fucking Bucks? You piece of shit. You're on speakerphone with fucking Mark Davis and his father, Al. Al's not dead. He's not fucking dead. He Al's sitting here. Epstein's in here with us, too. And Derek's like, we're God damn it. God damn it. Fuck. Fuck. So then Derek, he's nervous on the other end of the line. And McDaniel's like, what are you doing? Why are you so nervous? Tom's coming here. And all of a sudden he hears, he's like, Derek? And Derek is back with the wheelchair kids. And he's fucking, all he hears is fucking, no fucking, and fucking Derek pushes a wheelchair kid named Joni. He pushes him down the fucking a flight of stairs. From the fucking, and you do 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 and he crashes his fucking wheelchair. Oh my fucking arms! Oh fucking the disabled cat! No fucking arms! And Derek's like, you see what you made me do, Josh? And and Josh is like, God damn it, you motherfucker! And and Derek's like, yeah, hey kid. And Derek's like, I'm about to hold my entire Christian cart, fucking disabled kid youth group basketball team hostage. Every single one will die per hour until I get confirmation on the starting quarterback from either you or Mark Davis. Ball's in your court, and he spikes a basketball onto fucking Ronald, the fucking wheelchair kid's head. And he just hears a buzzer, and he's like, Derek, what are you doing? And Derek's shaving his head. I mean, it looks like Keanu Reeves and Speed. When I fucking take this entire youth group out, and <laughs> I have a I have a matrix sweater on with fucking battery acid coffee stains on it, and and Josh McDaniels is like, this is supposed to be a call. You're gonna be the starting quarterback. You're not a fucking hostage situation. I'm not a negotiator like Kevin fucking Spacey. And he's like, well, you fucking better be. And McDaniel's like, I don't have people skills. It's like a fire blast job. And Derek's like, oh, you're going to do more than get people fired. They're going to fucking, these people, they're going to get expired. And And Josh is like, humans aren't meat. And out of nowhere, Mark Davis picks the phone up. And it's like, great job, Derek. And Josh McDaniel's like, what? And Mark Davis is like, I just wanted to see if you actually cared if people were going to die or not. You had people skills. And Mark Davis is on the phone. He's like, it's a good job, Josh. 
You did the right thing by telling Derek not to kill those retarded kids in wheelchairs. That means you actually have empathy and compassion and care about people. And he's like, Derek, I know you take your job serious. I want you to put your gun down. And I want you to leave that fucking Montessori school right now. All right, we're going to get this all cleared up. I got the Raiders fucking Las Vegas PD in my pocket. Nothing's going to happen. Those kids are crisis actors. They're not even disabled. Derek looks over and the kids stand up in the wheelchairs. And they pull fake prosthetic fucking damaged legs off and they throw them down. They're like, this whole thing was just to see if what our Raiders culture's like and if we're moving forward. And uh, I'm proud of everyone. And I just want to let you all know that Raiders Nation's looking forward to a Super Bowl this year. And fucking... They get a call in from a mysterious number, and they fucking, they patch them in, and they patch them in, and it's fucking Gruden, and John Gruden's like, (laughs) I've been working at the local prison, I just beat the shit out of Henry Ruggs, I'm a cop in fucking Reno now, (laughs) and let's just say, this baton's made out of wood, but his lips are not made out of rubber. They're made out of fucking, fucking, I don't know, nothing now but mush and jello, because I beat the shit out of him. I'm going to set it up. I'm going to write lipstick on the wall. I've been gay this whole time. And I'm going to make this Henry Ruggs feel like Aaron Hernandez situation. (laughs) And by the way, after you cash out that vending machine money to him, Derek... I then transferred it from his prison phone to mine, and I used it, and I got a hostess Debbie cake, and I fucking ate it, and I feel good. (laughs) And Derek's like, God damn it, God damn it, John, God damn it, you fucking pray, and you beg for forgiveness, and Jesus will fucking save you, and John fucking... Hangs the phone up and Derek says to McDaniels, oh, I'll see you at the Chain Smokers fucking concert tonight. And Mark Davis fucking hangs up and fucking the end.